Hey everybody, welcome to Anime Stroganoff. I'm Lilith. And I am Eli. And welcome to another episode. We kind of kind of blew all of our I don't know big exciting stuff last time. <laughs> we blew our we, we we blew our production budget on the last episode. So I mean, our production budget is like two granola bars and a Sunday afternoon, but you know, so we we didn't have time to watch watch anything this week. So instead, we're doing a manga recap, the first one, yay! And yay! <laughs> so enthusiastic, Eli. <laughs> In any case, for the first uh, manga recap. Actually, obviously, if something has an anime, I would probably rather watch uh, talk about the anime than the manga. But for some stuff, you just you don't have an anime yet, or potentially ever. Like in the case of what we're talking about today, which is World of Moral Reversal, or when people aren't lining up to to license this. Apparently not. I can't imagine why. It's also called uh, Reverse Chastity World because very, very important note is that this manga is based on a hentai. So, and it's it's a, it's got the same name, which I didn't realize until I posted something on the anime IRL and I robo ragged it. And I, and I got linked to the to the, uh, to the hentai instead of the actual the, the proper version. So I shouldn't Google this. No, you should. Or you should. at least I shouldn't. I should be very careful when googling this. To be fair, the hentai is not popular. The hentai is not very popular at all. Also, it's to popular be fair, enough to where the robot linked you directly to it. Well, it links you to the to the my anime list page. Mm. Which isn't quite the same thing, but th that kind of stuff does happen if multiple works have the same name, which isn't very common, admittedly. In any case, I guess start with the premise. Premise of this manga is a girl wakes up in the hospital to find that she has been transported somehow to a world where all of the like sexual and gender norms and uh, morals and expectations and whatnot have been flipped. So it's an isekai. Yeah, it's an isekai, but it's like not a fantasy isekai. Yes, yes, I. I... It's an is it is an isekai, but it doesn't have a lot of the same tropes as isekai. If that makes any sense. <laughs> Just, just further proof that technically every story deep down is an isekai. I mean, yeah. I mean, hey, Star Wars is an isekai. When you think about it, because because he goes to another world. Yeah, yeah. Huh. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I'm gonna go over all the main characters real quick and a couple of side characters. So I will try to remember at least one of them. All right, 
And so our main character is Ichikawa. Which you can remember as, uh, well, I don't know if her name is actually spelled, whatever, I'm not going to do that, never mind. Alright, so we have a girl named Ichi. Ichikawa, yeah, so Ichikawa, who is our main character, she's, you know, she's our main character. She's kind of boring all over. She's plain compared to her friends. Her, So she has two friends. Pretty much two friends, uh, Kawashima, a girl who uh, who wears her ha- hair in pigtails, and is addicted to porn and sex, and uh, Kanzaki, who is almost as much of a, as a, of a pervert as Kawashima, but significantly more tame. We also have uh, uh, Amamiya. Who's uh, the uh, popular girl at their school? The manga club girls, and I put manga club in quotation marks for this, and you'll see why when we get to talking about chapter five. And Urisugi, who I'll uh, I'll talk about him more in chapter sixteen. In any case, let's go ahead and get started. So, chapter one, we've got Ichikawa in the hospital for, uh, because she had a, like, sudden fainting spell and then a fever and all this other stuff. So, unspecified anime disease. Yeah, unspecified anime disease. And she, so she's been in the hospital for about two weeks. I know, unbelievable for, for, you know, Americans. Like, why would you stay in the hospital? That's so expensive. I was going to say, it was surprising that she recovered in anything longer than, like, an afternoon. <laughs> Anyways, so, since she has uh, woken up, she's, you know, been, like, she's, like, walking around, and she's, like, this world seems really weird. I don't... Something something doesn't seem right. So, uh, for example, uh, men are nurses. Men are the main nurses. The oh, for uh, context, in Japan, uh, most nurses are women. Uh, let's see, the beer ad billboards feature ripped men in speedos, and her best friends, that is Kawashima and Kanzaki, are way too horny. Uh, when as compared to usual. Period. Like, w- the way I described them up up there is them in the in in the uh, oh okay in the reverse moral world. Although Kawashima's not that different in the in in our world, I guess. She is also pretty horny. Anyway, so Kanzaki and Kawashima come up to visit Ichikawa and while they're hanging out Ichikawa floats the idea of a world of moral reversal that is the situation she is currently in and at first they're like eh that uh, that would be really weird 
but then of course they get really really excited at the idea of oh but we'd be able to have sex with anybody because <laughs> all the guys would be just as uh, sexually repressed as us in any case uh, Ichikawa thinks well okay this is all really weird but hey maybe I'm just th maybe I'm just still feverish or something so she gets uh, some more medical tests done, but nothing's wrong with her, and she gets discharged from the hospital. Yeah. So moving on to chapter two. So we start up. Um, so at the beginning, Ichika was looking at some Otome games. That is the, uh, whatchamacallit, games where you play as a female character in uh, romance guys or whatever. Right. But... Uh, yeah, they've been they've been corrupted as well. Like, um, I'm trying to think of an example of a uh, equivalence like dating sim type thing. It's it's basically it, it's you know it's really hard to talk about this without seeming like I'm a ranting lunatic. I mean, you're already a random lunatic. <laughs> this but... is very true. This is very true. But, 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 ah, but it, it, like in this, there's just so much. Admittedly, this this manga does kind of exaggerate a lot of aspects of gendered culture, but just by flipping it on its head, so much of it goes like. You go, wait, that doesn't make any sense. But then you flip it back over, you're like, oh yeah, that's our world. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, why are all the, uh, why are so much, so much of the media, so much media that is marketed towards guys so horny? I mean, this is a question I ask all the time. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> In any case, <laughs> in any case, so Ichikawa goes gets goes back to school uh, the day after getting discharged. Um, she does appreciate that math is not any different. Like it hasn't been corrupted or anything by the reverse gender morals or whatever. But I she... would hope not. <laughs> Although she did miss two weeks of class, so she's a bit behind. Uh. She ends up going to Kawashima for help. Uh, finds her behind, like in, in like the back area of the school, I guess, looking up porn clips. Kawashima thinks Ichikawa is like being way too serious since her hospitalization, and thinks she might have had like sex with a nurse or something, and so now she's jaded towards sex. What? I have. It's Kawashima. You're gonna hear you're gonna hear me say this a lot, but it's fucking Kawashima. She's I don't think that fucking... logic tracks in any universe. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Anyways, later, uh, Ichikawa is thinking about like uh, about the whole world changed thing. Realizes that she must that whoever uh, the her that live that was from 
the world she is in now must be in her old body. And she probably has a similar mindset to her friends in this world. Which, Ichikawa surmises, means she's most likely going on a sex spree. Fun. <laughs> Ichikawa realizes she can never go home, even if she wanted to. Or knew how. <laughs> but anyways, chapter three. Uh, Ichikawa just decides, okay, I'm gonna gonna keep going on i'm gonna i'm gonna keep living in this world even if it is super weird so so she decides okay let's check out the tv so some of the shows she sees on tv are uh a macho man bikini competition okay uh a very violent magical girl show where... So no change there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, well, except like it's it's got like the uh, like the love subplot, but it's like the guy who's like, oh, le- if it's you, I'll give you my first kiss or whatever. Like you know how uh, in what you call it, a lot of anime, it's like vaguely girls... yes, huh? Vaguely yes. Yeah, or it's like. Where in in our world, girls in like anime and stuff are like, like oh, first kiss or whatever. It's super important. Where guys, it's not as big a deal. Also, the just incidentally, the show that was on there was like, <laughs> it looked really, it looked really much more grim than a normal magical girl show, even from our world, because like uh. I, there wasn't a lot of deals, but the the magical girl fights with a butterfly knife. So she was basically just watching their version of Spec Ops Lossika. That is what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I actually wrote it down right here. Like all the ex- Spec Ops Lossika, but less rapey. Which is saying something. Uh, and then the third thing was a uh, a Rambo clone. But they, like, spent way too much time panning over the dude's abs. And, uh, like, showing him in pain or whatever. How does that... How, how's... Never mind. I'm not gonna <laughs> ask. <laughs> Luckily, kids' shows haven't been too badly changed. Just, you know, um... Men and women's not. intuition, huh? I would hope not. Yeah, <laughs> but it does seem like men and women's intuitions have switched. So like, men are supposed to be good at cooking now, and women aren't. It's the it's the trope, where uh, disaster chef or whatever it's called, where it's almost ninety percent women. Funnily enough, the uh, the only time I really notice cooking in anime, it's always the guy doing the cooking. Really. Yes. Huh. Like, every time. Hmm. Anyways. Well, well, maybe that's just like, oh yeah, he's like super cultured. Or whatever, I don't know. In any case, deciding that, uh, (laughs) deciding that TV is too corrupted, she decides to go hang out with, uh, 
the Stooges. That's what I'm going to nickname Kanzaki and Kawashima as a as a unit because let's be honest, they aren't too far off from the Sto from the uh, three Stooges minus one. In any case, uh, so they go out, they do some karaoke shopping, and they get some like cake at the you know, the standard anime girl friend date thing. Yeah. Then they decide to go to a samurai cafe. Which is the same thing as a maid cafe, but with samurai. But why not make it like a butler cafe? Keeping with like the maid theme. They probably have those, to be honest. In, in the other world. Actually, they might have that in our world. I don't know. But basically, it's just... It's a, it's a cheesy... Like, cosplay cafe, I guess. Yeah. In any case, they so the the decor and all that it's really cheesy, but the details of it not really important. What is what is hilarious though? So when they went, they ordered a coffee, a cola, and a milk. Okay. Guess how much they paid? So this is either gonna be outrageously low or outrageously high. How much? Okay, so if you if you went to like a you know, just like a coffee shop in, in, I don't know where, just a coffee shop somewhere, and you ordered a coffee, a cola, and a milk. How much they do you think that They serve cola at coffee shops? I have no idea. Let's say you bought a, <laughs> bottled, a bottle of Coke, or I suppose in your case, a bottle of Pepsi, a coffee, and a glass of milk. How much do you think that would be? I mean, the only context I guess would be some of the bars I've gone to, and then I mean they charge out the ass for everything. <laughs> okay, well. So like I don't know, fifteen bucks, equivalent. Their total was three thousand one hundred yen, about thirty-one dollars. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's it's a little over ten bucks per person <laughs> for one drink, no refills. In any case, moving on to chapter four. So at the start, uh, Ichikawa's thinking about uh, those like weapon anthro gacha games, uh, you know, like uh, Girls Frontline yeah. and stuff. Which in in her new world, all the they're still like marketed to guys, but because they're marketed to guys of that world, uh, all the girls are like super cool and stuff, and aren't half naked. So yeah, that's. <laughs> I suppose that's one benefit, in my opinion, to the other world. Uh, anyways, I don't know how Kawashima got on this. There's a brief section where she talks about re uh, revenge rape fiction. What? Yeah, it's... It's Kawashima. That's that's not a justification. <laughs> it's, I know, it's just an explanation. In any case, that's not important. Yeah, chapter four is when we get to meet uh, Amamiya, who is the popular girl at school. 
Ichikawa plays some badminton with her in this episode. <laughs> Not episode, this chapter. And uh, Ichikawa's thinking, oh yeah, this is a totally normal, until Amamiya decides to take off her shirt. Because, you know, like that's what you do when you're playing sports and you're getting like too too hot or whatever. You take off your shirt to like, shh. I, I don't even fucking know, okay? I don't play sports. I don't do the sports ball. Do you do the sports ball? You, th you think I do sports. No, sports ball. <laughs> the sp I, I do the sports ball? No. <laughs> In any case, uh, because she took off her shirt, it threw Ichikawa off her game. And, uh, and so she lost. But she's a good sport. She challenged her to a rematch at uh, another date. And while that's going on, uh, Kanzaki and Kawashima are also playing. But uh, they aren't getting any attention from the guys that are there. Because, you know, in, like, uh, whatchamacallit, for whatever reason, uh, in anime, there's always, like, when two guys are playing sports or something, there's a bunch of girls off to the side going, oh, wow, yay! I don't know. In any case. So, chapter five. So Kawashima gives Ichikawa her dirtiest porn mag as a form of rehabilitation. Yeah, see, that's not a thing in real life. <laughs> is it? See, that's the thing. I don't know. Let me continue to believe that it isn't. <laughs> oh, you... you, <laughs> Oh, you poor ace. Oh, <laughs> uh, you sweet, naive ace. To be fair, it's Kawashima. And she is... Kawashima. Uh, yeah. She's all right. Yeah, it, it's exaggerated for um, is exaggerated for comedic, comedic effect. effect. Yes. In any case, so Ichikawa agrees to accept it, if only to get Kawashima off her back, because she keeps trying to do stuff like this. <laughs> uh, and Ichikawa ends up reading it, and it is indeed the dirtiest thing that she uh, has ever read. Unprotected hand holding. <laughs> Quite possibly. We never find out what's in it. Just that it's the dirtiest thing she's ever read. In any case, um... Yeah. She ends up doing herself to it, and the next morning she's filled with shame and regret. Hence the, hence the picture. Yes? Which one? The one that was on anime, no context. Probably. In any case, uh, in this episode, this episode, I'm so used to talking about anime, but no, in this chapter we get to meet the manga club, in quotation marks. There is already a manga club at their school, but there's a second one, a secret one, of uh, semi-anonymous artists and writers who uh, who create erotic manga to distribute at the school. So it, it's kind of like Shimonetta, but I don't know where I was going with that. I don't know where you were going with that. In any case, um, so basically they took Ichikawa's world of moral reversal quote-unquote idea and decided to make a uh, make an erotic manga about it. Of course they did. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, during this, Ichikawa briefly remembers that her other self is probably on a sex spree, but uh, that's nothing a few bangs of the head into the nearest stud can't fix. They... The th one issue is that they can't really imagine what uh, sex acts in this world of moral reversal would be like, and so Ichikawa basically invents the uh, the tit job for them. <laughs> Which I'm not going to go into detail. I'm not going to go into detail on any of the sex stuff. Because that's... We may be explicit, but we're not that explicit. Go... No, no, Nobody under 18 listen to this episode. <laughs> I probably should have put that warning at the beginning, but whatever. I mean, it is tagged as explicit, so... Yeah, that's very true. In any case, um... They do offer her credit for the story. Um, she naturally refuses. <laughs> uh, and side note about this chapter. By the looks of it, the manga that they are creating, based on her idea, is a beat-for-beat, gender-flipped recreation of the original hentai. Just just a little fun fact. Which I think, I thought, I thought it was really funny. <laughs> Alright, so chapter 6. So we, we begin with Kawashima masturbating. And then afterwards, she uh, tries and fails to hang out with her friends. Uh, Kanzaki is working at her family shop, and Ichikawa is on a fishing trip. She decides to uh, head to the bookstore instead. She goes right back to where all the dirty mags are in the Aero manga. I mean, of course. Yes. Uh, while she's back there, she notices Ama Amamiya, the uh, the popular girl from a couple chapters ago, trying and failing to pretend to not look at the uh, the porn mags. Can't believe they just sell that so shit. I just need to need to ask here: Does Japan not have the internet? They do. It's it's actually mentioned, but I, for whatever reason, uh, Kawashima pre prefers uh, physical media, which I kind of get. Like, when I'm buying manga, I prefer physical media, but I'm not buying arrow manga. Of course you're not. As far as you know, at least. In any case. So, Kawashima goes on a bit of a rant, I guess. Um, so basically, the logic of it is... Boys can't uh, can't orgasm as much as girls, so it's only natural that the people who can get pregnant are super horny. Therefore, it's totally fine to buy adult books. Again, I don't understand how that logic tracks. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. In any case, um, we do get to see Kawashima's room, which is full of uh, erotic filth. She has stacks and stacks and stacks of manga and all kinds of porn. She's got some porn figures off to the side. You know, like anime figures that are in that particular like kind of pose and outfits and stuff. You know, like the bunny girl outfits that a lot of figures have. I guess, yeah. Yeah, that. 
Anyways, and so she ends up giving Amamiya a uh, porn book because Amamiya has apparently never read porn before because her mom is super, uh, whatchamacallit? Conservative? Yeah. <laughs> and so she gives her a porn book, and then uh, Amamiya runs into Ichikawa on the way home, who gives her some fish, which helps her hide her borrowed porn. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. Chapter 7. Uh, back at school, later, all the girls are talking about uh, what object broke their hymen. Yeah. I just want you to, you to know and imagine that 50% of the time, I'm going to be just making a surprise Pikachu face to these <laughs> things. <laughs> yeah, I've kind of figured. Uh any case, um, Ichikawa realizes that uh, she hasn't really done that before, so she's like, oh, I better do that, because everybody's super weird about this, apparently. Uh, in doing her research for this, she comes to the realization that... Uh, Virgin girls don't really have any value, or the virginity of girls doesn't really have value in her world. Just like, kind of like how uh, the virginity of men in our world doesn't really matter. It's like, it's a celebration when you lose it. It's not having it isn't having it is uh, not important. Of course, look who I'm talking to. I mean, the only context I have is that time in high school, uh, in JROTC, one of the guys uh, hired a hooker on pro on Craigslist so he could lose his virginity, and everyone gave him shit for just being that desperate and horny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In any case, um, when she goes out to like get something to break her hymen she uh she gets really embarrassed she decides to just buy some chips and cola and go home she'll worry about it later always a good plan always a good plan i can't confirm if she bought a pepsi or not or a pessy but man we got like a record number of pepsi references in this episode record number that's that's very impressive, I gotta say. Ah, in any case, chapter 8. So, Kawanzaki and Kawashima are looking at the news and see a couple stories about teacher-on-student rape. Yay. Uh, male on female, in this case. So, the first guy is super ugly, so they call him guilty, while the second is uh, handsome, so they call him innocent. You know, pretty... Pretty standard... Standard bullshit with that. Um, in any case, they consider trying to have an affair with one of their male teachers, but they realize that they're all either old or weird, so they toss that plan. Um, Kawashima just keeps thinking about this. Eventually, at, oh, excuse me, at lunch, she reveals, 
well, not really reveals, but like says that she wants to have sex no matter what, because she compares sex to food, and thus porno mags to menus with pictures and masturbating to uh, chewing while imagining eating. Like you could get the what you call it, but you, you could get the sensation, but you would never get the actual satisfaction of having eaten. Admittedly, the metaphor gets really lost in the middle there. Yeah. Like, more than usual with Kaoshima. In any case, after school, uh, the, st- the the two stooges go to the bookstore to buy some, uh, some porno mags. And Ichikawa reads that the, uh, the handsome teacher from the rape story from earlier, he his uh, his alibi is that he was trans that he has been transported to a world of reversed morals, just like her. Moving on. Let's see, there's a bonus chapter where Ichikawa reminisces about her old world and comes to the realization that Kawashima isn't too different in this world compared to the old one. Anyways, chapter nine. So there's a water. Sh- there is a water shortage. So she has to go t- to an owns. Ichikawa has to go to an onsen uh, for the first time. That is just a public bath. Yeah, I, I know what I, I know what that is. So when she goes there, she's like, "Yeah, I'll be at a public bath." And then the two stooges are there because, let's be honest, when aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> Looks like there's a uh, water shortage throughout the area. Any case, um, so you know how like uh, in our world, guys like to cover up their uh, their parts. Yeah, it's it's the reversed way in the other world where girls like to cover up their parts, and like not doing that is super weird, and also a value of personal space. I mean, I know okay. you like personal space. <laughs> Any case, um, so while the Stooges are pondering, peeking over the dividing wall between the male and female baths, because it's an outdoor bath. And because anime. Yeah, because anime. Um, they notice a drone hovering over the women's bath, which uh, Ichikawa freaks out before being reminded that her nudity has no value in this world. I'm pretty sure you could sell drone footage oh, yeah, of a you... public bathroom. Well, yeah, or you a, could. I mean, a public, a, a public uh, bathhouse, no matter who was in it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Although, issue with that is that uh, the person, a news report later reveals that the uh, person behind the drone was a pedophile looking for naked kids. Like I said, I'm pretty sure you could sell someone drone footage of a public bathhouse. There are people in this world. Fair enough. Okay, moving on. Chapter 10, Ichikawa sees a commercial for a fantasy fantasy harem drama movie. Oh boy. <laughs> my, my favorite. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so Kawashima discusses the harem drama genre, uh, as well as the historical precedent in Oda Nobunaga's Nine Wise and his eventual turn to sodomy. Uh, 
Um, I'm pretty sure that's not actually historical, for the record. I'm going to skip that sentence, because it's not <laughs> super important. Uh, so anyways, they decide to go to the movies to see the, the harem drama movie. They bling, they bring along a couple rando classmates, the Monk Club girls and uh, Amalia, for they're going for the group discount <laughs> is that's why they're all being invited they have group movie discounts apparently which i did not know was a thing Let's see ichiko is crestfallen to find out that ladies day no longer exists you know like the the day that uh women get like i don't know how, how however much off their movie ticket or whatever cheap drinks at bars yes that sort of thing yeah so anyways, they go watch the movie. So afterwards, they, they're talking about it while they're leaving. Turns out it was a pretty good movie, but the the main gripe from, like, Kawashima and a couple others is that the only sex scene was the one shown in the commercial. <laughs> so, trailers always spoil, but tra trailers always lie. <laughs> yeah. In any case, chapter 11, um, Ichikawa and the Stooges are hanging out when they get an email about uh, a senpai of theirs who they, whose name they do not recognize participating in a track tournament. They got nothing better to do, so they decide to watch the race. Uh, just as it's about to start, however, somebody jumps the fence and starts streaking around the stadium. Um... As a result of this and watching the reaction of the men in the audience, uh, Kawashima concludes that men can be perverts too. Do people still go streaking? I think this so. This kind of died out. I, I think you, there, it, it still happens, but you don't hear about it as much. I mean, there was that one guy who like, like paid to streak at the Super Bowl, wasn't it? Seriously? Like, a company paid him to streak at the Super Bowl or something as, like, an advertisement for That's the company. That's really weird. That is they, really weird. They offered him, like, a million dollars, and they'd fully cover all his legal fees. Kick ass. <laughs> Fuck, I'd do that. And and the their lawyer successfully got him down to, like, some minor misdemeanor. <laughs> nice. That sounds like a really good deal. He is perpetually banned from, like, entering any sort of NFL thing, though. Holy shit, that's my dream! <laughs> <laughs> then I can never get dragged to an NFL thing by my family. Never. Awesome. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, while they're talking about this, they realize that the, they forgot why they were watching the race in the first place. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. In chapter 12, Ichikawa's bra breaks. Um, so she tries to get the Stooges to come uh, buy underwear with her, but that's not a thing that girls do in the in this world. It's, it's a thing that guys do. Which is... Am I weird for thinking it's weird to, like, buy underwear with other people? I mean, I don't think it's weird, but... <laughs> You don't I mean, think what's it's... complicated, you go to the store, you pick what you want, and then you leave. Well, you pay and then you leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but 
do you think it's weird to go to the store to buy underwear with other people? Yes, I think that's weird. Okay, just checking. Why do? Why does a person need help picking out clothes, especially clothes that no one else is going to see? Yeah, well, in some cases, having somebody to like give you feedback on your outfits or whatever is nice. See, that's why I just buy the same clothes every single time. See, that's what I did, but then. Uh... Anyways, so. <laughs> Ichikawa uh, goes to uh, goes to the shopping mall to her normal stores, but like all the so like imagine Victoria's Secret but for men's underwear. Okay. Yeah, that's basically what all of her uh, normal stores are. Like they <laughs> they used to be normal. Anyways, uh, the only place she can find to get uh, underwear is the bargain bin. Which is full of just three packs, and two packs, and five packs. Value packs. Sounds awesome. And, uh, although all the bras are in ranges of sizes. So, which, like, socks? Yeah, kind of. That, that's, that's, the, that's the only thing I, have, I, have, I can compare it to here. Yeah. Which, if you know anything about bras, you, you don't want to wear one. I know small. that much, yeah. but I'm saying like if something coming in a range of sizes, like socks, because the range of sizes is never big enough for my feet. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, so after digging around the bargain bin for way too long, she just ends up deciding to buy some replacement hooks for her uh, original bra, because that that's like a buck. As opposed to like ten bucks for an entirely new one that might not fit. Oh boy, chapter thirteen. This one's fun. <laughs> so the Stooges and uh, Ichikawa are hanging out at Kanzaki's place, which is a florist shop near the mountains. So there is just a shit ton of mosquitoes. Kanzaki doesn't really care about them because. You know, she lives there until she is reminded that female mosquitoes who just had sex are the ones who suck blood. I'm going to need a fact check on that, but I know it's just, it's only female mosquitoes. I think it is female mosquitoes that suck your blood in real life. Yeah, I know that, but is it female mosquitoes that just had sex? I don't know. I'll need to see a fact check on that. In any case, um, Kawashima wants to uh, get be reborn as a queen bee or a queen ant. Mostly because she thinks it's like a like the fetish, or you. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, Ichikawa breaks this down. So, in both cases, all the workers are female, not male. Even if they were male, they'd all be the queen's children. Uh, nest males are also the queen's children. For a, uh, ants only have sex once in their lives. And uh, bee queens absorb the male's testicles after sex, whereupon the male dies. Uh, the Stooges realize their uh, arrow manga has been lying to them. Okay, so apparently a mosquito, or in most mosquito species, they need to drink blood in order to lay eggs. Okay, so yes. And they actually own that's typically why they drink blood. Otherwise, they can drink nectar and plant juices. Of course. 
pain in the ass. Anyways, um, the Stooges are happy to learn that termites have a harem, but it's a harem of cloned females and that older cleans end up eaten by the workers. They, uh, they all consider the incest insect societies suck. I mean, yeah, that's why you gotta kill them with fire. Yes. The only good bug is a dead bug. <laughs> I'm from Rio de Janeiro, and I say kill them all. <laughs> oh, wait, no, it's... It's a... It's a no, it's like... Not Sao... What's that, what's that city in Argentina? Buenos Aires. I'm from Buenos Aires, and I say kill them all. Alright, sorry. Any case, chapter 14. Uh, heat wave. Basically, this is just the whole, um... The whole... Girls are totally fine. Uh... Taking off their shirts in this world where boys are not. There's a short discussion about, uh... Like, oh, guys show their chests when they're wearing, uh, swimwear. So, you know, like trunks but they don't show it other times but then if you you know if you suggested someone hey why don't you take off your shirt because you know you, you do it when you get yeah anyways not much to say about that one chapter 15 summer break and the main trio has no money and no friends so they are stuck at home for the entire two weeks sounds ideal yeah uh, Ichikawa suggests they go, like, fishing or hunting for rhinoceros beetles. Which leads uh, yes. to... The stereotypical Japanese teenage so... activities. I think the the rhinoceros beetles thing is the, uh, is like the, is like a stereotypical, uh, summer activity, maybe? Yeah. In any case, uh, Kawashima ends up saying something weird about using hunting for beetles as an excuse to pressure a boy into sex. How? Why? It is very complicated. <laughs> it's very complicated, and it's Kawashima. I got nothing. I don't know why she's like this. In any case, while she's ranting, Ichikawa and Kanzaki are uh, looking at a food magazine and decide to make some apple pie. Awesome. Moving on. So, chapter 16. Here we go. Their teacher informs the class that their classmate, Urisugi, has been absent for two days. Everyone realizes that they never even noticed he was gone. They weren't barely even where he existed in the first place. <laughs> so, uh... Ichikawa recalls the... The only two times she ever really encountered him um, was two separate times that she um, spot that she she saw him leaving the adult section of the uh, rental video store <laughs> twice. <laughs> Any case, um, all of a sudden, Ichiko was called to the teacher's office. And the doctor from chapter one is there. Okay. And he, he reveals that Urusugi's condition is basically identical to hers. Uh, to the one she experienced before the story began. And so Ichikawa realizes that, yeah, most likely, uh, whatever caused her... He got her, Yeah. 
What it, however, whatever happened when she got Isekai, that's why she was so out of it for that two weeks. Which, while Ichika was uh, pondering this, we see Urusugi in the hospital, fevered out of his mind, in the middle of the uh, of being Isekai'd. <laughs> So, so that's something you hear often, watching someone in the process of being isekai'd over two weeks. Well, because the thing about it is, it's not a uh, it's not a physical swap, it's a mental right. swap. And it's kind of like, an I think it might just be like an immune reaction thing, like the wrong mind in, in the body or something. <laughs> I don't know. In any case, chapter 17, it's... Urisugi's basically the main character for an, for a, for a whole chapter. So uh he has so he ha he experiences the same things that Ichikawa did at first. Um he accidentally watches some porn and fails to convince the doctor that it's totally normal for guys to watch porn. So uh, a couple days, a few days later. Wait a minute. Was he watching porn in the hospital? By accident. By accident. Yeah. He, he How do you accidentally? Uh. I'm not sure. <laughs> Anyways. In any case. Uh, a few days later, he uh, goes back to school, and the two stooges find a a a, a dirty mag, porn mag, that uh, someone Urisugi dropped, planted in the corner of the classroom. So after Kawashima gets scolded at the teacher's office for having a porn magazine at school, uh, Urisugi shows up and propositions her for sex. For only 3,000 yen. Is that a bargain? No. Well, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what sex costs. <laughs> it's probably a bargain for her. In any case, although, admittedly, she only has 2,540 yen on her. But she suddenly remembers she, ha she, gets, she has 500 yen for lunch. So she pulls that together, and she has 3,000 yen. Just, well, just, just three, over. And, and, and 40 cents left over. Yes. So something interesting here is that uh, at chapter 17, after the first part where Urisugi's in the hospital, it more or less, for like a few chapters after this, it basically... Uh, almost straight adapts the plot of the hentai into, you know, a proper adaptation. Um, we get to s in in this... God, I, I'm not really sure how to say the hentai versus the proper version, I guess. The proper version, we get to see a lot more of the inner monologues of the characters. And... Which basically reveals that they're all just a bunch of horny teenagers who have no idea what they're doing. I guess it makes sense. Yeah. Because, like, Urizugi acts like, oh, yeah, I'm, like, super suave and cool, but 
we see his inner monologue and he's he's like i i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> i'm playing this all by the seat of my pants <laughs> okay so chapter 18 Urusugi and Kawashima have sex. They do the sex. I'm, I'm not going to go into more detail than that. Um, meanwhile, Ichikawa and Kanzaki are hanging out, and both agree that Kawashima is probably off doing something perverted. So, afterwards, uh, Kawashima and Urusugi are washing up. Urusugi offers to let her go again, since uh, first time's free, which really... His inner monologue reveals he just really wants to have sex again. <laughs> uh, and so Kawashima goes home with a skip in her step, and when she gets home, she promptly masturbates to her memories of her first time having sex. Which is like an hour prior. Yes. <laughs> I told you she's fucking horny. <laughs> she's really fucking horny. Anyways, chapter 19 he has a Kawashima chapter. So, uh, basically, she looks at how much cash she has on hand because she wants to keep doing it with him. And he's going to make her pay from now on. You know, rather than just, like, trying to work out a, uh, a relationship or something where they both benefit, because they both obviously want to have sex. But, you know, horny teenagers... In any case, so her cash reserves are about uh, 4,900 yen. So she decides to go through her Mero manga collection and sell everything she doesn't need. Uh, well, while she's doing that, she ends up masturbating uh, twice and falls asleep the second time. And then after she wakes up, she masturbates again. That's basically this. That's basically the entire chapter. That's the entire chapter. Well, there's also a recollection of the time that she caught her mom masturbating to VR porn. What? Yeah. I, I got nothing for you. <laughs> Just imagine somebody said, like, hmm. You know what would just really improve this experience? An Oculus Rift taped my head. <laughs> In any case, chapter 20. Uh, Kawashima informs Ichikawa and Kanzaki that she's going to go get a part-time job, hiding the fact that she's doing it to pay for sex. So Ichikawa jokes that Kawashima got a boyfriend, which freaks Kanzaki out, because she's uh, I don't really know how to describe it. She's, like, the not pretty girl of the group. I mean, she's still, like, cute and stuff, but she doesn't have as big of boobs as the other two and all this. It's it's all a bunch of neuroses. It's teenager angst and all that stuff. We're not really concerned with that. Or are we? I don't know. In any case. So, uh, she spots... Urusugi and Kawashima uh, in an old abandoned classroom having sex. Oh, jeez, I keep burping. So anyways, uh, Kanzaki propositions 
uh, Urusugi, and he agrees to have sex with her, and they plan to do it that night. So anyways, chapter 21. So we jump right past the sex, straight to the next day. So, um, basically, Kanzaki fucked up, because, um, she, she, uh, she orgasmed from only kissing him, and he never orgasmed the whole night. Their, their narration reveals that she is most likely a sufferer of premature ejaculation, which I did not know that women could experience, which kind of, I guess it kind of makes sense. In any case, um, Ichikawa suspects that something is up, so she interrogates Kanzaki, who spills the beans way too easily. Uh, Ichikawa confronts Urusugi, who reveals that he is from her world and that uh, the other her has been on a sex spree. Luckily for her, it's only been with Urusugi, as far as he knows, as they swapped. <laughs> as far as he knows. Yeah, as far as they swapped minds but not bodies, and uh, her original body's hymen was still very much intact. So she didn't have a great first time, to say the least. Um, anyways, uh, Ichikawa blames Urusugi for corrupting her friends, and he in turn blames her, or at least her other self, right back for corrupting him. He kind of comes off as a prick in this episode, or in this chapter. Although he does mention that he, like, he does look up to her, or at least he did. And later, Ichikawa tries, uh, remembers that, uh, what he said about the Hyman thing, and about everybody in this world. And so she tries to put something in there, and it goes in. What's a, what's some, what's... What's a euphemism that means something smooth? Hot knife through butter? Like hot knife through butter. In any case, chapter 22. Why did I write Ichikawa? Kawashima gets her first paycheck of uh, 12,000 yen. <laughs> so she, on her way home, she's thinking about having sex, and then she just decides to stop by the bookstore. She's like... Ha she goes on like a whole... Uh, philosophical thing rant about like I had I've had sex but I'm still interested in porn what does this mean and oh I guess it means that what it means is that I have just expanded my capabilities for what I can enjoy sexually really because I would have just said that she's a prevert <laughs> yeah she is and then afterwards uh, after her rant she acknowledges the uh, existence of Ichikawa at the uh, at the bookstore, <laughs> which embarrasses Ichikawa because she's been kind of a prude, prudy type thingy-majig, whatever I don't know. She's been a lot more sexually repressed than her peers. <laughs> um, Kawashima teases her, which Ichikawa. Ends up saying, "Yeah, I can't. I can't deny it. I I did come here <laughs> to buy porn." So she decides to bite the bullet and ask Kawashima for help with finding a good porno mag. 
And so chapter 23 picks up right where we left off, where uh, Kawashima tries to introduce Ichikawa to the uh, teach this brat a lesson genre, which is... is... <sighs> Something I don't need an explanation of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, according to Kawashima, is mainstream. So maybe it's like a lolly hentai? I don't know. I just said I didn't need an explanation. <laughs> I'm not explaining it. In any case, um, Kawashima offers a couple other genres like big dick machos and slender machos with big dicks. Um, Ichikawa describes what she likes because Kawashima demands that she list her fetishes um, and what she uh, what she describes is uh, described as virgin delusion fodder basically a standard rom-com rom plot but it turns into porn you know that kind of thing any case, um, Kawashima says something kind of profound, but the narration <laughs> betrays her. And uh, the book that Kawashima picks out, it turns out to be more or less perfect for Ichikawa's interests. And that is up to the point that has been translated. So... Unlike with anime, manga is a lot harder to pin down, like, a good end point. Yeah, I, I guess, yeah. At least for ongoing stuff. Because, like, with an anime, you can say, oh, well, I'm just going to cover one season. I guess I'd go by volume. Yeah, you could. But, like, what if the uh, the last chapter of a volume picks up immediately at the beginning of the next chapter... It's just it's, it's. What about anime that had with massive cliffhangers? Fair enough, fair enough. Anyways, moving on. Some fun facts. Um. So some fun facts. Uh, in chapter one, we find out that the military is about fifty-fifty split in terms of gender, which is kind of cool. Uh, chapter eleven, we see that women are are the majority in uh, police. I really hope that uh, Kanzaki doesn't get cut out of the story. And the reason I'm saying this is because in the original hentai, she disappears after chapter two. Which, uh, she's an interesting character. I like her. Um, fun fact. Another, here's another fun fact. The backstories of Kawashima and Kanzaki were significantly expanded from the, from the original hentai. Um... Uh, Another fun fact, Ichikawa did not exist in the original hentai. She was created for this story. Let's see here. Yeah, I'm not going to... Uh, you know what? I wrote down a recap of the uh, original hentai, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to recap it, because it's, it's pretty <laughs> boring. It's, it's a hentai. It's a hentai. The most, the most interesting thing I can say about it is that it, it gave us the concept that became this manga. Which I appreciate. Although, interesting thing. Interesting thing. Interesting thing. You want to know something interesting? 
Eli. What? The person who wrote the hentai and the person who wrote the proper version is the same person. Okay. You know what else they wrote? Is it something I know of? Quite possibly. It got an anime adaptation and it got like taken off of everything after like a few episodes. Oh. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? I I think I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I, hold on. I think I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. The 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 one with the YMCA opening. That's how I remember it. Wait, what? <laughs> Didn't actually watch Interspecies Reviewers. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's... that's how I remember yes. it. Yes. <laughs> that is not... <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you remember how... it? <laughs> well, I never watched it, so... Neither did I. <laughs> In any case... <clears throat> In any case... um, <laughs> Yeah, so... They did that one as well. They they wrote the original manga for that one. It shows fun. Yeah. And uh, they've also got just a shit ton of uh, of yaoi stuff, non hentai for the record. Just I mean, I figured so much, so much yaoi. But in, like, all of their original works that, like, they did themselves that aren't the yaoi stuff, m most of them are, uh, <clears throat> are really focused on, uh, sexuality and sex. It's, it's sex. In any case, uh, the artist, on the other hand, has only this manga in their, uh, portfolio yeah in their or at least their manga decks list which is unfortunate because i kind of like the art style like I, I wish i could see more of it yeah that's pretty much it uh, <laughs> I, I got nothing much more to say um other than i highly recommend it it's a very entertaining manga and I really hope it gets picked up for uh, for an anime season. At least one season. Just because I think that would be hilarious. I guess it will. I, at it, some point. At some point. Hey, I mean, Interspecies Reviewers got picked up. Yes, it did. So. <laughs> Anything's possible. If you believe. If you believe in the power of. Porn? Yeah. <laughs> if you believe in the power of porn. By the power of porn, I have the power? I don't know. I think I'm just kind of rambling at this point. Uh, it's, it's fun to talk about this manga. Just And for the record, I've skipped over a whole bunch of just the really minor stuff. The like minor differences between the worlds. So, I highly recommend that uh, y'all go check out uh, world of Moral Reversal or Reverse Chastity World if only to uh, only say hey that's a thing so yeah this has been uh, another episode of hey that's a thing
So I guess that's two. Uh, hey, that's the thing episodes in a row. Yeah. Uh, I suppose it is. Radical. Let's do a Discord <laughs> plug. Let's do a plug for the Discord. Discord plug. Yeah. Because, you know, we know that you listeners love to listen all the way to the end of the episode. So here is a Discord plug. Go check out our Discord. Link in the description. Or on our Anchor profile. Or on the subtweet that I always post right after the tweet that announces this the episode. Well, I guess uh, join us next week when I will be talking about Yuru Camp. Uh, that's going to be it's going to be nice and relaxing, right? Nice and relaxing. Yay. Until then, uh, I have been Eli and Lilith. And outro music. We have outro music. No, we don't. We can't we can't afford outro music.